referring to it as TKDS Sunsun. It's on Radio Free Brooklyn. And the thoughts and opinions expressed may not be those of Radio Free Brooklyn. They may not even be our own. We just say shit. And if you would like to say shit too, reach out. Get in here. But more on how later. In the meantime, sit back and learn some shit. I'm just kidding. We do not fact check, but it is all absolutely true to us. Pamplemousse cars tomorrow because they never wash their butts. <laughs> I said vegetables. Who said butts? Hey, you gotta get a little dirty. Moose, like a car. <laughs> moose are licking pamper moose cars tomorrow because they never wash their vegetables' butts. <laughs> okay. Compromise. Here, 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 here. Speaking of Stop. here, here. We here, please, someone give me aw, a classic trait or flaw. Honesty, would you consider that a flaw or a trait? Yes, a trait oh. says more about both of you, and one of you is good, and the other one is bad. Mood or vibe, chill, hobby profession or gig, woodworking. What'd you say, Elaine? I was going to say dog murderer, but it's okay. <laughs> that is not... That, that, I guess that's a hobby. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Stop. It is not a thing here. But it is a job. I mean, there are people who do that. Oh, I, I was only threatening. I was just threatening. Well, <laughs> I'll be sure I don't to work put you on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's barking and I'm trying to talk. I'm learning so much today. He's part of the show. And now, a name. Cornelius. Balthazar. Oh, two good names. Yeah, they are great names. Those are wizard names, Harry. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again, Kenny. <laughs> Who yawned? Or did someone make a moose noise? That was a moose. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Our names are Cornelius Balthazar. We are classically honest, and some consider that a flaw. But we, or I, consider myself incredibly chill when woodworking. And I will not <laughs> explore Elaine's suggestion. <laughs> Sorry. No dog killing. No. No. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay, Unless everybody. Unless it's a mercy killing. Yeah, but that's not real. Is that a killing? Hold on. I, I, by the strictest definition of killing, I suppose, yes, it is. No, 
No, I said woodworker. You didn't hear woodworker. That's what I said. <laughs> I said you. Sure. That wasn't you. You dog killer. <laughs> Hello, we are Cornelius Balthazar. Uh, one of our classic traits is honesty, but some would consider that a flaw. Anyway, I consider myself completely chill, and I love woodworking. Everybody, what is it you're thankful for? I'm thankful for all of you. All nine of my fingers and my ability to continue woodworking. I'm just not very good at it, but at least I'm honest about it. And I am, I am grateful that I get to come here every week and waste an hour of your time. Wow. Oh my god. Sorry, I had nuts. <laughs> wow, I tried. Okay. I'm not breathing, but it's fine. I love you all. Oh, I'm thankful that Catherine is not dead, even though she's not breathing. <laughs> Thank you. And Elaine. Ah, being that I'm Balvizar, I am thankful that is their full moon this month is really bright. It's not even full yet. I am Cornelius, and I am glad that I can do woodworking so that I can ground myself and stop being honest and telling everyone too much information. And uh, now, my beloved. Bull. Uh, yeah, I'm Cornelius, and I realize I just put a nail in my hand but I'm okay with that nailed it <laughs> couldn't help yourself and now Kenny Gordon musical guest uh, what is it uh, you're uh, thankful for Cornelius uh, 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 I, I am uh, Cornelius and, and dreadfully honest and um, uh, I'm thankful that you're all here but please sit up straight uh, yes <laughs> truth Everyone do the Napoleon tuck. Speaking of ah! Cornelius Kenny Gordon Balthazar, what is the special secret word of the day? Fish news. Okay, spell it. F E snooze. Mm. <laughs> Can I have a definition, please? Use it in a sentence. No, I'm kidding. We'll do it later. Okay. Speaking of, just kidding. Let's drink to that. Time for some wine ASMR. Does anybody have alcohol? Do you want to drink it? Oh. So you know it's yes. good when it has a uh, what's my Hang on a second. A uh, twist off, but look, it is cherry pie. Okay. Cherry pie wine. Yeah. Fascinating. Y'all got the twist off because it can't react with the cork and go bad. Well, then maybe it's better. Okay, guys, listen to this. And Parker, don't you make a noise. Uh -huh. <laughs> Okay. How many people did you mute? <laughs> Just one? Okay, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Let me get mine open. Yeah. Cheers. 
table. Cheers. This is significantly drier than you would expect something from oh calling itself cherry pie to be. Um, bitter, like it's not sweet. I don't know why I thought it would be like sweeter. Is it? No, try it. It is. It Does is it deceptively labeled cherry pie. Does it, it taste like? Oops, that's a little dry. Yeah, but it is Pinot Noir. Go on. I c I could have looked at what Pinot I said Noir. it was. What? Cherry pie, cool drink of water, such as sweets suffice. Look so good, bring a tear to your eye. Sweet, <laughs> Sweet cherry pie. I have been singing that. Swing it to the left, swing it to the right. <laughs> I've been singing that the whole time, expecting this to be as sweet as that song, but it isn't. Mm. Uh, but that's my fault. This it's a Pinot Noir. is really dry. It's so dry, <laughs> gonna make me cry. I love Pinot Noir. Oh, Pinot Noir. Cherry pie. Cherry pie. It is my favorite. This is dry. What do you love about Pinot Noir? So I don't particularly care for the taste of tannins. They remind me of communion wine, and Pinot Noir does not have much of a tannic taste at all. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Previously on the Catherine Dunn Show, right before the show, there was a paw to piss in match, and then <laughs> right before we went on, there was a zing from Bull regarding the purchasing of records when one could be buying shoes. Zinged. Yeah, so if you want to know what any of that means, you should be here before the show starts. How? I'll tell you later. In the meantime, Elaine Soup. It's not quite grad school, but it's a really good soup. Yep. And a weird man walking down the street. That hopefully will be a famous song one day. I do wish we heard it. Thank you, Aletha, for sharing the musings of, I guess, six-year-old you. Moon rocks are rare and valuable. Not nearly as rare and valuable as belly rocks. Learn about Rocky Belly Boa on last week's episode. <laughs> ding, ding. Do not... Aw, so cute. <laughs> Do not attribute to malice what you can attribute to aliens. Mm. That's right. Not only did they get Marilyn Monroe, but they got JFK. Aliens. And now, from the makers of Hide the Poop, ages three and up, comes Hide the Pee. If you're following along at home, stick around. We've got updates. But the game just got harder. And now, for the topical shitstorm. Also known as what the fuck? Just kidding. It's history in the making, or the grand distraction. Mm. My favorite stick song. <laughs> Go ahead, distract away. <laughs> so, in Tiger King news, a Shaquille O'Neal video from 2018 has become the newest evidence in the latest Tiger King case. What? What? Yeah, they're using it as proof that Jeff Lowe, um, who may or may not be dead, Catherine, you told me about it, the first first husband, might be Jeff Lowe. They look alike, right? Oh, no. But they're... Well, anyway, anyway, so the video from, from Shaq allegedly shows him mistreating the big cats, the hmm. baby big cats, the monster. Ooh. So him or, or 
as the husband because that would be juicy. Jeff Lowe. Actual Jeff Lowe. Actual Jeff Lowe. refutes the claim that he is first husband. Well, I mean, I don't know, does it? Because the first husband was the one before the dead husband. Right. Or the missing husband. Right, yeah. The dead to tiger's husband. Yeah. He could have been the tiger king the whole time. He could have been. Christina, basically, this comes from Shaq, and Shaq wears a size 21. Like, I should six feet. Uh, over anything anybody else might say. Yeah. Also it, in Tiger King news, there is a big old kitty getting rehabbed right now from the Aww. Tiger King place. Yes, in an Oregon veterinary hospital. Anyway, uh, next story that I wanted to mention is eight days before the inauguration, we are on track to execute the first woman in federal care in almost 70 years. This woman is named Lisa Montgomery, and she is the one who, in 2004, took an eight-month pregnant woman and killed her and cut the baby out of her stomach. So, where? Execute Eileen Warnos? Wasn't she executed? She was state, not federal. Right, okay. That was my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, we've, we've, states have done it, but the federal government hasn't done it in 70 years, and we're, we're all set to do it again eight days before Biden's inauguration. Hold on a second. Um, there are federal capital punishment crimes? This is news to me. I didn't know the federal government executed people. Oh, yeah. Or, like, America. <laughs> well, I, I, Wait, wait, wait. We're doing the great distraction. You didn't think the federal government killed people? Uh, I mean, not like openly. I mean, I'm sure we've had people assassinated and and things, but like, as far as federal execution, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Okay. And also, both of of her attorneys have coronavirus, so they haven't been able to do much to help her. Wow. (laughs) Is that Um, why she's going to be... Executed? No, she's gonna be she's gonna be executed because she killed an eight month pregnant woman and cut the baby out of her stomach. Did the baby <laughs> die too? That's a minor. That's a minor detail. Is she the one I heard about, or does this happen? Honestly, she's probably the one that you heard about, but I I don't think she's the only one that's done it. Wait a minute. So how long has she been on death row? I don't know when she was originally convicted. I just know what happened in 2004. Where's the baby? Baby survived. Good. Oh, so it's not... Oh, that's, that's good news. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I know I know we've all seen Rudy Giuliani's melting hair, but have we also noticed Trump's hair and how it has changed from orange to gray? Yeah. Light, light blonde. <laughs> <laughs> that's just big hair dye trying to get your dollar. Well, light, supposedly, light. his hair colorist quit. And I guess they can't get anybody else willing to touch him. Melania <laughs> certainly isn't going to. She refuses. I cannot work like this anymore. I cannot work like this anymore. I am leaving you. I am leaving you. Don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. <laughs> Don't touch- now, I, I would assume that he likes it white, thinking he looks more gentlemanly-like. Maybe. Maybe he's trying to do the thing, like, you know, before the presidency, look at how young, and now after the presidency, look at how, how much the stress has done. Except it's more like, look at, here he is in July, and here he is now. Here's how it's <laughs> going to go down. I'll just do so it the last thing. week. I'll just do it the last month, and they'll be like, it was hard on him. 
Well, he went golfing and all that and billions stunned. and billions of strands of hair. Billions of strands of hair. Uh, I got so much sympathy when I told people I had coronavirus and had that helicopter come and pick me up. It was glorious. Now <laughs> let's see how much sympathy I can get from Adrian. Uh, my hair piece is the biggest hair piece. It's bigger than everyone's. All right, pop quiz. What do an 80-person orgy in Queens with a box of condoms and a room full of mattresses have in common with a 200-person fight club in the Bronx? They were the same party. Both. I was not invited. All true answers. <laughs> Those were some super spreader events. Pun intended. Okay. Shut down. What's the ratio at the 80-person orgy? I, I know there's likely some people that don't identify as either male or female. I'm just curious. Like, You'll yeah. have to look. look. You'll have to Parker, Google it. Parker, stop acting like you don't know. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure everybody else knows. I, I'm like trying to suss out who else is in the know. You know. You made yeah. you, it was your party. They described it I, as I, condoms on the floor. Mm. So bad. Wow. Condoms on the floor, dental dams in a dish. Speaking of, parents are coming for de Blasio. Why can't they just admit that they, like, you know, should have had abortions and now they're like, well, right. I don't care who I have to take out. I need <laughs> to get this child off my back immediately. Anyone? Because that's I the vibe. As, yeah, I suck as a teacher. I think they want to yeah. go back to work and make some money. Uh, they can't. They don't have any babysitters. Do it remotely. Why can't someone else do it? You know? What? Like, the parents just teach it. their own kids? Just why, why can't, all this stuff I don't want to do, like, why can't someone else do it? Like, why do I get to do it? All right. Do you have horseshoe news, Christina? <gasps> yeah. I do I'm have very upset news. about this. Very upset about this. Yeah. So, um, the race for a COVID-19 vaccine, one of the vaccines, the one that Pfizer is making... It uses the blood from horseshoe crabs. And their eggs. And it's sad because horseshoe crabs are actually, like, really important for the environment. There's a particular species of bird that basically only eats them. The bird is called the red knot. And, yeah, so they're, they're just uh, coming after all of the horseshoe crabs in the Delaware Bay, um, which is a big breeding ground for them. So that's that's very sad. And I, I have wait, one wait, other... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no. wait, wait. Hunt down every single horseshoe crab in coronavirus, though. Isn't it worth it? Wait, no. the, the, wait, you got, wait a second. The whole crux of this thing is they can produce the same chemicals as they were doing in Russia and China synthetically without killing any crabs but Americans are so fucking backwards that we'd rather kill something in nature than do it to it a little bit more expensively. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like, you know, it's worth the money to not have to. And I woke up oh, yes, at like 9 Sorry. in the morning. I agree. Yeah. I woke up at 9 in the morning to watch a whole show on horseshoe crabs in our great South Bay here. And they're amazing creatures. The right. pictures are so sad to see these poor little things hooked up to whatever it is, bleeding them of their beautiful milk or blood. So fucked. And eggs. Yeah, very sad. How do you, how do you weigh the two? You have a public health crisis and you have the environment. No, like, it's money. You, it's you not you the have... environment. It's money. 
The answer yeah, is money to this. It. It's not even money then, versus. It's as simple as if they just apparently, according to what Christina just said, yeah, if they're just willing to spend the money, they don't have to do this to fucking nature. Them, but they're like, yeah, it fuck it. Let's ki- no, it's killing them because they can't return them. The way that they're doing yeah. it, it kills them. So they're just killing and them for their blood. And they can make the chemical. They can make the With chemical more money. synthetically. It could oh, okay. take a little bit of blood and a couple of eggs from each one. I mean, do you have to, like, take all of them and all of it? Like, there's some middle ground here, I think, people. Like, we can we can work with this. Well, it's when you put profits over everything, and that's, you know, that's what Pfizer and other, you know, big pharmaceutical companies do is, you know, they are all about the money. Well, no. you, they made pills. That was their, that was what got them rich. So, obviously, you know where their morals are at. I almost think they need to torture something to feel like it works. That's Um, why they call them mad scientists. Gotta have the sacrifice. I don't know if anybody heard that Meghan Markle suffered a miscarriage in July. No. I did not hear. Yeah. Don't read about it. It's really sad. It'll make you cry. It is. But they are. I want Meghan Markle to run for president so badly. Meghan Markle, if you're listening, please be my president. We're talking about married to the prince, right? Yes, and we can have prince first husband. Yeah, she rewrote. I think she downloaded us when she was in Belgium. Just we saying. fought a war to separate ourselves from that country. And yeah, look. and look where it got us. We don't have the national health. Okay, let's. Yeah. Uh, Queen Victoria. You get. I got nothing. I'm sorry. It is kind of odd that he was allowed to dress like a Nazi for a costume party, but not marry a black woman. Also, they seem to be okay with Prince Andrew still, right? Yeah, they do seem to be okay with Prince Andrew still. And, you know, also as far as that Nazi thing goes, you know, when your grandfather was like literally from a family of Nazis, just look at the Duke's, look at the Duke's family. That's all. Why did I think that the queen fought the Nazis? Or is that just a meme? The queen, the queen did not personally fight the Nazis. The um, British, her, the her, her, her father's forces did. So she yeah, just she drove did. a she Hummer. She did too. No, she did. She <laughs> did. She, she hit them with an umbrella. You didn't see the pictures? Yeah, she she smacked Adolf Hitler right upside his stupid mustache face with her with her umbrella. That's I how the picture. Happened. That's what happened. Rain. It was a good smack. That's what they called it, the God Smack. I've got uh, some royal animal news. Royal good boy and dear family dog, Lupo. Do y'all know about this? (laughs) Nine years old, he passed away. I know it's a sad story, but uh, that happened. In Canada, and I think that this goes just as much for America, um, if you are in a place where there are moose, do not let the moose lick your car, because the rock salt, while attractive to the moose, don't don't just don't let them do it because it's not the best source of salt for them and also it'll make them want to go into traffic and we don't want the moose to go into traffic. Wow. Christina, what's the plural of moose? Moose. No. No. <laughs> no way. No, it's moose. It's moose. It's mice. No. I'll take two lumps, please. Not measles? No. <laughs> it's really it's moose? Yeah. Out of- yeah. Like, like deer. Deer no. and deer. No way, it's Deersitz. No. No. And do you have any animal news? (laughs) Three, it's It's Deersitz. Listen, there's three stories. (laughs) 
As usual, I picked three stories. All right. The first one is about all the turtles that they saved in off the Mass- Massachusetts coast because the cold water stunned them, and they all started walking up on shore. There was like sixty of them. The New England Aquarium took them under their wing, and they're getting them all, giving them warm blood and blankets, <laughs> you know, some tea, some crumpets. Um, one of them was like a 300-pound. Like the Nazis. Yeah. No, you're Nazis. <gasps> Nazis and turtles? Never. Okay. The Nazis second and story. turtles will have never. Nazis and turtles will have <laughs> never. Cowabunga. Heroes of the Third Reich. The second no, story. No. no. The second. <laughs> Nine. Oh, Lord. New low. New low. New low. The second story is about a panda cub that was born in the National Zoo. He's living long. He didn't die in the first couple weeks. They had a contest with 20, 200,000 people writing in, and he is now called Little Miracle. Or Chow GG. Oh. So, the last story, which is the one everybody is talking about, the Florida man who saved his puppy from the alligator jaws, and Aww. then the puppy's recovered. He's got one little puncher, and he had some water in his lungs, but he's home and he's happy. And that was one of those cavalier ones that everybody likes that are usually foo foo dogs. A Cooper. But this, yeah, you like them. I know you do. He's a foo-foo dog, but he was pretty tough if he lived out of the alligator's jaws. Wow. And the guy never dropped his cigarette. Yeah, yeah that was a cigar. That was a cigar. Yeah. True talent. That dog All was in the alley. All those can be found on our page, just so you know. And speaking of found this week on Tattletales, the pee has been found. He has been found. I he knew is- it had to be there. Well, here's the deal, guys. I had the basket, but today is garbage day, so I already threw the basket out. But we did find the basket into which Willie has been nicturating for several months. And it was very smelly. And uh, I'm surprised we didn't find it before. But uh, update to the story, the entire dining room floor has been covered with tinfoil, which, as you know, is a natural cat repellent. So Willie will not be pooping on the carpet anymore. All it took was covering the floor with tinfoil. The whole floor? Yeah. yeah. Relief. Is the government stealing your house's ideas? They're major league <laughs> baseball is reading my hat size in space. It has nothing to do with the government. They just want to know that I'm a seven and a half fat. Okay. Well, speaking of sizes, Christina disappointed May in a New Jersey PetSmart parking lot. <laughs> true i did but i made up for it so the first time i tried to take her to buy a coat i forgot to bring her leash you know because she's such a good girl she just runs up and gets in the car and you know she doesn't run away from the house so she doesn't usually have her leash on in the yard you know and we got to the store and i was like oh no i can't hook her up so then we had to go home and she was so upset with me she yelled at me she hollered at me but then the next week, we went back, and I bought her a very cute coat. It has an inside piece that's like a fleece, and she can wear just the fleece if it's not too cold. And then there's an outside piece that's like a windbreaker or a raincoat, 
which she can wear again if it's not too cold. And if it is too cold, she can wear both. So, you know, this little temperate climate loving dog from Portland who is not prepared for the New Jersey winter, hopefully will be a little bit more prepared this year. I have a spare coat if anybody wants it for their dog. It's too big for Mr. Cute. Mr. Cute, I made, last year I made clothes for him. Oh, I want to see all this. You keep, well, with a little dog, all you need is a pants leg, and then you cut it, like, from the knee down, and that goes around his neck, and then you cut a loop for both for the legs and loops and armholes, and it fits right over. But it's, you know, because he's little. But Cutlet has an orange rain jacket slash winter coat slash reflective line down the back if you want it for a bigger dog, anybody. Catherine. Well, tell me the size <laughs> later because maybe she could use one, maybe, depending on how it is because she's a weirdo. So let me see it. She's strange, but thank you. I could sa- I'll send you a picture. Okay. But I'll is it a small or a medium? Uh, what is that? Small? It's probably a Probably a medium, probably. Um, well, yeah, I think that might be her size. But I'll look. I'll, I'll measure her. But I love reflective things. I'm obsessed. Speaking of poor Trixie and her shitty vet, she's had, I think, an allergic reaction to the hydrolyzed protein, which is chicken. I think she can't eat chicken. And the vet was like, it'll be fine. But the internet says 20, uh, 30 to 50% of dogs do have an allergic reaction. And the vet's acting like 100%. Once it's hydrolyzed. You're fine. But it's like she's got chicken-colored poop, and it smells like chicken, and she's allergic to chicken. I feel like they're messing with me and just telling me to give her medicine. If you feed her chicken, it's going to smell like chicken. Well, not if they're supposed to make it unchickenable. <sighs> so is this like the lactate version of chicken? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? Mr. Q it- loves chicken, just so you know. If my poop smells, I would eat my poop all the time. It's, that doesn't poop doesn't smell like if I eat chicken my, the poop doesn't smell like chicken. If your it poop, shouldn't it, it shouldn't turn into poop. Not a dog. If your poop you're doesn't smell like absorbing. chicken, I'm a dog. She's not, not absorbing dog. it. Is that what you're saying? Because it's oh, yeah. seems like she's not absorbing it if it still smells that way. Exactly. It doesn't yeah. smell like chicken. It does to me. The shit totally smells like shit. And speaking of chicken, <laughs> you can go to Farm Sanctuary. You can go to Woodstock Farm Sanctuary. You can go to all sorts of sanctuaries. Just Google one in near you or do the one that I mentioned, which is Woodstock Farm Sanctuary, but also Farm Sanctuary. You can adopt a turkey instead of eating animals yesterday or two days ago or tomorrow if you're here. Or an undetermined period in the past conscious. if you're listening to this in the future. Yeah. <laughs> You can always adopt an animal at a farm sanctuary instead of eating it. B-C-A-D. Oh, yeah. And I put up the the children with special needs connect with the animals with special needs friendship website again from Texas. And that's on the website, too. Love it. Very important. I love that they're doing that. And now another thing I love is Kenny Gordon and his music. Are you all ready? Oh. Oh, Kenny Gordon. So I'm just going to start. Yeah. Uh, Would you like me to say what you're doing or do you want to say what you're doing? I don't know if the title is necessary, Mm. but it's a song. I would say, I would say it's a a metaphor. But I don't want to say too much about it. Let's just say we're screwing things up and, 
and and I'll play. Bring it 
this happen? How did we get here? Why don't we care? Who knows? Maybe one day we'll find a way to work past our differences. We're not so different, after all. We're all just scared that there won't be enough. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Enthusiasm. Beautiful. I like it. I enjoyed watching everybody kind of jam along with you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, this was a fun time. A jam session. Cosmic. Good cosmic, yes. Cosmically, we are all one. And now, are you ready for... Ooh, that reminds me. <gasps> yes. Yep. The word to get started is fishnews. That reminds me of this one day where I just kept hitting the snooze button over and over for schnoozing and for schnoozing and for schnoozing. That reminds me, I thought it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I woke up this morning, and I'll be damned if it wasn't 8.15. So I decided to lay back down and try to sleep some more, but I can't do that because there's too much light in this house. Ooh, that reminds me of that time I thought I woke up and pressed the button, except I didn't wake up and press the button. I was actually still sleeping. And then I also thought that I got up and got dressed, but I wasn't doing any of that. I was just still sleeping, and I had turned it off, not the snooze button. And I think I had to go to school that day. That reminds me of every night, at, or I should say every morning when I wake up halfway through dreaming, and a lot of times I wake up halfway through dreaming, I'm always saving the world. And usually Cutler was at my side, I'm looking for a new sidekick lately. <laughs> Just saying. Well, that reminds me of the recurring dream I had for the past, like, 10 years where the world's going to end, but uh, everybody decides to become a Mormon and get in a spaceship. Um, and the, the meteor doesn't hit the Earth because the spaceship with all the Mormons in it, like, hits the meteor and dissipates it, and we all live because there was a sacrifice much like the noble horseshoe crab, which will free us of coronavirus with its blood and hands. That reminds me that I like sandwiches that are meatier. Aha! See, that's a good one. And that was That Reminds Me. And now, plugs. If you like running, check out Neighborhood Running Tours via City Running Tours in 23 different New York City neighborhoods, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens. Go to cityrunningtours.com slash New York City, and you can see the schedule and book a tour. Crazy. In 23 different locations. Also, you can donate to the station. Please do so. There are ways, three of them, that I'll tell you about. One is by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Another one is by texting RFB Give 5 that's R-F-B-G-I-V-E-5, to the number 44321 and you can do it from your digital wallet right in your phone you can also when you shop on amazon go to amazon.com smile and register radio free brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support isn't that amazingly easy please do it the katherine is up and running there's an email there but you can also email the katherine at gmail.com 
you can mail us stuff, much like Tony Cobain at 1369 Broadway, P.O. Box 210-363, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. And you can call, but nobody ever does, 805-464-6889. And if you go to the website, you can submit yourself as a musical guest. TKDS Musical Bookings at gmail.com. And now for Settle This Petty Shit For Us, where we give you a completely anonymous couple's gripes and have you settle this bullshit. Again, there are no right or wrong answers. Now. Settle this bullshit. I just got it. Hilarious. Yeah. We've got two to choose from. (laughs) Two? Two Two. this fucking week? Only two. (laughs) Yeah, okay, let's hear it. (laughs) Well, I don't know which one to go with. So, should you go to the bathroom when your partner is using it? (laughs) Or, here's the other one. Should you be supportive when your frustrated significant other is expressing and observing things on the road? Oh, I thought you were going to go with that other one. Which other one? God damn. Nothing. Which one do you want to go with? Uh, I can't remember what it was. Pick it. Say it. Uh, I, whatever. Pick it. How about the bathroom one? God damn. Okay. Should your significant yeah. other use the bathroom while... You are in the shower. Ah. Uh, it depends. <laughs> yeah, so there's... No. It depends, one or two. So that, sh- that person uh. should wait. So one or two. A fucking hour till you get out of the bathroom or that <laughs> other person. Is this an emergency situation? Yeah, yeah emergency. definitely. When you Brushing go to take teeth. a shit, isn't that a fucking emergency? You no, mean you can't brushing the teeth might be okay. eventually, or pooping a box? Brushing the teeth. Like, come on, there, there are ways around this. The, the place is occupied. Follow up question: You live in a dense urban area. Is there not a public bathroom that you could get to? Really? That's not happening. No. That's not even Someone reasonable. I tried to brush their teeth while I was using the bathroom once, and I promptly broke up with them because that is disgusting. Because you were no, pooping like and they no. wanted to brush their teeth. I was teeth? pooping and they came in there and tried to brush their teeth. And it's like, don't brush Ooh. my poop on teeth. I don't want to kiss you after that. So on some level, you're implying that this human being is intentionally using the bathroom while their significant other is in the bathroom because they're cat-like in the sense that they wish to wipe their poop on their showering body. What? Obviously. Are you I heard what I heard. No, it's an emergency. Yeah, exactly. Every time. Wait, I never touch it. It's once a fucking day, for Christ's sake. Wait, wait, guys, I never, I never, ever, ever take both sides. But in this one, if it's an emergency, unless you want me to poop in the kitchen sink, this is where it's going. Exactly right. Is it darn tootin'? Could it always be an emergency? <laughs> well, a, t- a shit is a shit. What are you going to do? Push it off till is an it, hour later? Hell no. Is it a predictable, like, scheduled shit? Is it every day at 1 o'clock? I mean, maybe don't shower at, at that particular time of day. Yeah. Like, I don't know I if it's predictable. Got to be oh, to work out. Uh, see, no one knows the fucking answer. You guys on the Big Bang Theory, you got a scheduled time to shit? What are you talking about? No, Act I like will you say give a that shit. the moment... 
the moment this one person goes to the shower, it seems that's what inspires the bowels of the other person. Oh my god! Then you wait. No, Is no, this no. Like Pavlov's shit. Yes, yeah, it's weird. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, then. How about that? Then you say, "I'm going to take a shower. Do you have to shit here?" Because I'm taking a shower, so now it's Boom. now and never. Thank you, but then Lane. you have to Come wait here, till after the after the, the bathroom's not smelly. Will you be quiet no, that's why they make windows and spray. And you shut up. Christina get <laughs> Don't you dare. You guys just need to get a lover's toilet like they had on that SNL. Um, <laughs> I want one. What about a chamber pot? <laughs> I can go to the fucking bathroom when she's in the it's shower. Good. Let's get, like, you know, 19th century up in here. Yes, an anonymous couple. Sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is no exactly right or right. wrong. <laughs> no right There's or wrong. a right or wrong. But I heard right I'm right. One. No, you heard you There's wrong. right for one. The only one that's on your side is Christina, as usual. Suck up. I was on your side about the mouse bowl. <laughs> the mouse? The mouse? I was... Yeah, this is the tables have turned. I'm on your side. <laughs> All right. I'm loud. Speaking yeah. of mouse, let's return to the moment you've all been waiting for. Moose are licking Pampa Moose cars tomorrow because they never wash their vegetable butts. Pimple moose. Thank you. Pimple moose is such a weird word. And that's the title of our show. Okay, now for C4. Christina C's Conspiracy Corner. Explode! Explosive. So, if you're listening to this episode live while it airs, it's either the day before the anniversary or the anniversary of the death of Ms. Natalie Wood. She drowned on November 29th, 1981. Catherine, how many years ago was 1981? I have no idea. I, I can do tell math. you. 39. 39. Yeah. Oh. 21. So, so, yeah, there's Robert Wagner and the boat captain, who was really more the boat operator because, you know, Robert Wagner was the real captain there. And, of course, Mr. Christopher Walken were the only people on the boat. And the funny thing is that Christopher Walken was doing a movie called Brainstorm with Natalie Wood uh, right around this time, and they had, like, really awesome chemistry. They always had friends come to their yacht for Thanksgiving weekend, but this particular year, for some reason, Christopher Walken was the only one who made it. Also, uh, Natalie Wood had been married to Robert Wagner before. He was actually her first husband and her third husband. The first time, she was 19 and he was 27 when they got married. They had five not-so-great years. They divorced. They had kids with other people. She was married to Warren Beatty. They got back together and had another kid who I think was about six years old when this happened. And so the night in question, right, Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood take the dinghy from the yacht and they go and they're having drinks, you know, and they are basically just kind of drinking all day, hanging around, uh, you know, doing rich people stuff. Eventually, Robert Wagner notices that his wife and Christopher Walken are missing, so he and the captain go, you know, they, they take a water taxi to shore, and they meet up with them, and uh, they decide to go get dinner. Dinner comes, and Natalie Wood doesn't eat too much. She says, I'm going to drink my dinner tonight, keeps drinking. They all, all basically just sloshed. She kind of makes a scene because she's having, like, a fight with Robert Wagner a little bit, you know, apparently. Like, some people at the restaurant said that she threw a glass. 
they're so drunk that when they leave, the restaurant manager decides to call the harbor master and be like, hey, look out for the drunky drunks on their way back, you know. They get to the yacht, they keep drinking, and what happens next is where the mystery begins. Natalie Wood, who was deathly afraid of dying in dark water, died in dark water. And some people say, oh, yeah, she took the dinghy out because she was so mad at Robert Wagner because he was yelling at her. And he said to Christopher Walken, oh, are you trying to fuck my wife? This is something that the captain said uh, years, years later. So some people believe that Robert Wagner, you know, pushed her off the boat or otherwise killed her and made it look like a drowning. The dinghy was found about a mile away from the yacht with fingernail scratches on the outside of it. And yeah, nobody nobody knows. Maybe, maybe she did decide to go for a, a midnight dinghy run with no shoes on and her nightgown and a coat and that was it. Oh, and some socks. Or maybe Robert Wagner killed her and Christopher Walken helped cover it up. Sounds like a Columbo to me. <laughs> was her body found? Yes, her body was found. Also, there's a story about Natalie Wood when she was a child with, I think the rumor is either Sheen or Douglas, Elder Sheen or Elder Douglas in a hotel room. Yes, Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. So That is the story. And Kirk Douglas, you know, when Michael Douglas came out as a sex addict, Kirk Douglas was like, oh, I've always been that too, you know. So um, it's known that Kirk Douglas is a dirty, dirty dog. So it would not surprise me if he raped uh, anybody, let alone the gorgeous, talented Natalie Wood. Who was how old at the time? 16 when that happened. She was 43 when she passed away. Yeah. Were they close to Christopher Walken or Robert Wagner later in life? Who, Kirk Douglas? Yeah. Not to my knowledge. For everybody watching Miracle on 34th Street for this holiday season, Natalie Wood is the little girl who doesn't believe in Santa. We know the one from the 60s, right? The one from the 40s. Okay, one from the 90s was the girl that was Matilda. Yeah. Who has disappeared completely from the public eye because she's... No, she hasn't. She's one of the best people on on Twitter. Yeah, Mara Get Rid of the Nazis Wilson on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're missing out if you're not following her. Yeah, I don't do Twitter. Yeah, do it. Follow her. Speaking of social media, here's my conspiracy. Whatever happened to Lily, the AT&T girl? Why is she so sad? Are they directing uh, her to be sad? They're because, moving her out. They're pushing her job out. Or is she sad because of the social media shitstorm about her body and other growth? Like, just people being creepy. No, someone else is taking her job. She could also be directed to be sad because now is not a time for jovial things. Boy, my conspiracy is nothing compared to these <laughs> What is it? <laughs> no, I well, it was in chat. I was wondering about that twelve foot monolith they found in the Utah Canyon. Right? Right? That they don't know whether I don't know whether it's a college prank. That seems like someone just put that there. I don't think it's anything mystical. It's literally out in the middle of a desert. So for somebody to do to pull that off as a prank and like get away with it and there aren't any tire tracks and then that's pretty impressive. Uh personal aliens i'm hoping it's aliens aliens. but aliens don't want us how many times do i have to tell you aliens think we're not we're not evolved enough to even bother with we're ants to aliens right use the helicopter the art historian in me says it's an art installation by some rich rando who lives in the desert and fancies themselves a minimalist version of georgia o'keefe 
I similar know, theory, I, but not as much vaginal flour. I don't know. I'm going to go out and see it myself. Somebody lend me a helicopter. Sorry. Hey, pick me up. We'll split gas. <laughs> okay, guys. It is that time. Quick. Kenny, give us the horoscopes for this week. Um, uh, well, this week's horoscope is, um, is it still a Scorpio? It doesn't no, matter. No, it's sad. Anyway, <laughs> good things are going to happen, except when bad things do. So watch out for the bad things, prepare for the good things and the bad things, and be ready. And if you're a Quiricorn, look out for Sagittorpius. There you go. All right, guys, that's our show. I want to say that I'm thankful for Tony Cobain and this awesome jacket. Thank you. Also, don't forget to adopt a turkey. You can do it from Woodstock Farm Sanctuary. You can do it from Farm Sanctuary. You can just Google Sanctuary and adopt a turkey instead of eating things. Or if you feel bad about the animals that you slaughtered that are really just babies uh, two days ago, two days then, ago. you know, atone by adopting some animals at a sanctuary. Also, we've got uh, December 3rd, Anne Klein, great guitarist. December 10th, Taylor Lynn. She's a pop singer out of Canada. December 17th, Andy Buslovich. He's a guitarist. And the 23rd is Wendy Shear, badass saxophone. Ooh. Yeah. I know I want to thank all of the animals that are adorable that have ever been here. Normally I name them by name, but we are so out of time. So just know that I love each and every one of you. And you can find a page devoted to each and every one of you on our website, Animal Companions on the Kath and Ben Show.com. I want to plug Mara, get rid of the Nazis Wilson on Twitter again. I will I will follow her because you said that. With soon as we soon oh. as I get off my phone. <laughs> and I have some parting words for all of you, and it's a question. Are the people who don't like to dress for fall and spring season the same people who hate foreplay? Ew, I hate them. Yeah. What's foreplay? You mean like the guy wears shorts in the winter? That's why you're single. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the guys who wear shorts in, in the winter do hate foreplay. I think we just cracked the code. Yeah. And on that note, it's, go on. They're just their incels. Yeah. We cracked the code. Yeah. The incel code. We've got some intel on some incels. They'll be wearing shorts in winter. They hate foreplay. But it doesn't matter because it's not really. <laughs> Actually, no, it's completely involuntary celibacy. All right. And on that note, please put your heads together once again. Yes? I was no? going to say being a douche is voluntary. Yeah, right? So it's not really involuntary celibacy. <laughs> you just don't fucking know better on purpose. Douche is the French word for shower. And on that Tell note. Show me, <laughs> me now. And on that note. On that. Let him play his music. Woohoo! <laughs> Kenny Gordon! And on oh, that, please put your heads together for the lovely Kenny Gordon with. I don't know. We'll find Something out. Something or other.